Teresa Spencer Birthday Before I begin this story, I want you to know that it ends with someone stealing my birthday cake. It seems important to start there, because if I didn't, it might be easy to think that the cake is the bit that matters. So, I'll get on with it. On Tuesday evening, I started having sharp pains on the right side of my chest when I inhaled. I pulled an intercostal doing yoga, I thought. On Wednesday, my legs felt weak. Wow, I guess I've really been pushing it with those neighborhood walks, I congratulated myself. The chest pain moved underneath my sternum and generalized. It was there during inhales, and it stayed for exhales. Thursday was my birthday. My chest ached. My legs ached. Take your temperature, Mark said. Where would I have gotten COVID, I answered. A jar of pasta sauce at the grocery store? Your secret lover? This was not an infection. This was my exercise prowess. Mark started mixing batter for my birthday cake. I climbed the stairs and promptly fell asleep for an hour. I woke up sweaty. I took my temperature, annoyed. 100.1. I called the urgent care center and they gave me an immediate telehealth appointment. Describe the movement of your chest pain, she said. I did. If you were my family member or my loved one, she said, I'd tell you to go immediately to the ER. She didn't think it was coronavirus. She thought it was a blood clot in my lung. I have a congenital blood disorder that mostly means nothing, but could sometimes mean a heart attack. I hadn't even thought of that. Damn, I told her. My boyfriend is baking me a birthday cake. I'm sorry, she said. Mark put the cake batter in the fridge and drove me to the hospital. I went inside while he parked. Two minutes later, my phone rang. They won't let me come in, Mark said. They said absolutely not. I looked up. He was standing on the other side of the glass door, the phone in one hand, and the other hand wistfully raised. A triage nurse took my pulse. Obviously, it was 1.30. That's a high pulse, the triage nurse told me. Follow her back right away. She pointed at another nurse. Stay six feet behind her. I followed. Every now and then the nurse looked over her shoulder. You okay, hun? I thought about Mark outside the window. I thought about the cake batter in the fridge. They put me in an isolation room that looked like a storage closet with big machines piled willy-nilly. The wall was glass windows looking out on the nurse's station. The ceiling was fluorescent lights. A man in a spacesuit came in. I'm Anoush, I'm your doctor, he said. Check these out, Ford made them for us. He did a full turn to show me his pink shower curtain nighty. Do you wear those for everyone? I asked. Nope, he said. You have chest symptoms and a fever. You're special. I thought about my birthday cake. But, he said, I'm pretty concerned that this is a pulmonary embolism. You have chest pain that increases when you lie flat. You have a low-grade temperature, and your heart rate is extremely elevated. We'll do an ultrasound and a CT scan to look for a clot. We'll also do a nasal swab to test for COVID because... He waved his gloved hand in a graceful arc that indicated global pandemic. 
When he left my room, he threw his nighty away. Every time he came back, new nighty. I thought about the buttercream icing. Anoush did an ultrasound while a woman named Melody started an IV with smooth efficiency and put EKG stickers all over my torso like a kindergarten Mother's Day card. Good news, Anoush said. If there's a clot, it's not huge. But I'm worried there's a clot. I'll order the CT scan. He went away. I looked at the fluorescent lights. Mark texted to say the cake was done. We'd have it for a midnight snack. Two hours later, a different doctor with kind eyes behind his space helmet came in. Just wanted to make sure you're okay with the CT scan, he said. I am if you are, I said. Well, it's radiation and it's your torso, he said. But I really recommend it. We need to find this clot. Okay, I said. He put a blue-gloved hand on my forearm. I'm so sorry, he said. God bless you. I'm not kidding. This was his medical assessment. I thought about my birthday cake. Another hour went by, and then Melody came in and put a nine-inch swab up my nose and back and back and back. Then she wiggled it for ten seconds. My eyes streamed and my mouth filled with salt. There's going to be cake, I thought. Then everything was quiet for hours except for calls over the PA. At one point Anoush came in without his spacesuit but stayed in the doorway. I'm so sorry, he said. I've had six trauma patients in a row. I'll come back as soon as these traumas... stop happening. Then he went away forever. A new nurse came in to take my blood pressure. Date of birth, she asked. I told her. She thought about it. Oh, honey, she said. That's today. It's okay, I said. We'll have my birthday cake for breakfast. No one came back until 2.30 a.m., when a giant named Floyd wheeled me to the CT scan. Am I moving too much? I asked him. The IV feels stabby. No, he said kindly. It's just stabby. They put me in the scanner. My chest raged, lying flat. They injected the contrast. My veins filled with heat that rushed to my groin. I tried to sit up in the scanner and almost hit my head. You feel like you just peed yourself, huh? The tech's voice whined over a monitor inside the scanner. Don't worry. You didn't. Floyd brought me back to my room, then everyone went away. My phone ran out of batteries. Nurses milled around the station outside my window. The fluorescent lights did their thing. I did not sleep. I imagined the icing on the cake. At six in the morning, a different doctor in a spacesuit came in. We're really surprised, he said. And we're glad. There's no clot. What do you think it is? I asked. He shrugged. What we do here is check for things that will kill you. We don't see an embolism. It's not a heart attack. It's not a heart infection. My best guess is really gnarly acid reflux. Or you separated a muscle from your sternum. That sucks, but it won't kill you. Can I have cake for breakfast? I asked. If your mom says it's okay, he told me. He started to leave, then turned around. Also, coronavirus was negative. When Mark came to pick me up, we mashed our face masks together because we forgot they were on. Then he said, 
Honey, I have bad news. Your cake was stolen. The cat got into it? I asked. No, it's literally stolen. Mark, being one part environmental attorney and one part country grandmother, had put it outside the kitchen window to cool. Someone took it. Cleanly. Platter and all. Birthday is a piece of memoir, and um, I try to be as faithful to the events and the experience as I could be. I did go to the ER during a pandemic on my birthday, and someone did steal my birthday cake off the back porch that night. Um, and I was really interested as I was writing down what happened in preserving as close as I could to the interactions, the conversations that I had with the doctors and the nurses and the techs. Um, although, of course, memory is always fallible and probably more so in the ER all night. Um, and I, I wanted to do that not just to um, capture how good they were at their jobs, although they were, and that's certainly enough, but I also wanted to capture how funny they were. And they were certainly kind about the fact that this was something out of the ordinary for me, but for them, it was routine, it was ordinary, and something in their funniness, in their ability to just move forward, captured that for me. Um, life goes on. And I, I don't really want to extract a moral about the birthday cake, but I, but I think it might have something to do with that, that life goes on, that we make plans, that we have our little hopes, and around us the world will do what it will do, good or bad whether it's what we wanted or what we didn't want, life goes on. And there was something comforting in that for me.